Hey, welcome to the Pass Control Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan, and in this week's episode, episode 109, myself and Mike sit down and chat about the latest in video games and nerd culture, including topics like who Microsoft is acquiring now, Black Ops 4, and what Disney movies we want to see get turned into live-action Disney movies. But more on all that later once we get into the episode. First things first, a few housekeeping things. This week's episode of the podcast is sponsored by Goodnight Fatty the North Shore's premier late-night cookie pop-up, as well as beer brand, a premium men's grooming company with products for your beard, hair, and body. But more on both of those lovely sponsors later. As always, you can find us on the internet at PassTheController.io, on Twitter and on Instagram at PassController, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash PassController. As always, we really do appreciate any time you take the time to leave a review for us on iTunes. And if you want to get into our Discord and hang out with other fans of the show, you can check out the link to that on our pinned tweet on Twitter. And enjoy this week's episode, episode 109. I can't make heads or tails of that. I don't know. Okay, what's, well, I'm gonna continue to do this. I don't know what's in the background. I don't know what's practical effects. I don't know what's real effects. You know, sometimes I just prefer real effects. That's why I like some of the decisions with like the Star Wars movies. I just like something that's a little bit more realistic. I can really, I can put my hands you can on, put it your hands on, and get a feel for it. Get a real good feel. Yeah, you know okay, what I mean. Okay. Like that's what I would prefer. Like that's one of my gripes sometimes with the Marvel movies is that it's. Usually pretty CG heavy, and I feel like this one might be CG heavy. Yeah, exactly. Like I like I don't know. That's why I just certain movies just rub me the wrong way, which I guess can kind of just jump us right into our first topic, Mike. Which is we got a teaser trailer right. for Aladdin, mm-hmm. the live action Disney film coming our way next summer, I believe. Uh, and I just. I just don't know if I'm on board. Oh. I just don't know if I'm on board, Mike. I don't know if if these... Okay. Uh, I I don't know if I'm on board with these live-action Disney films. I haven't seen... I don't believe I've seen any of them. Like, I know Winnie the Pooh, Christopher Robin came out recently. But there had to have been one before that. Uh, Jungle Book? Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Did you see any of those? Because I did not... Nope. Do you have an interest in seeing any of them? Uh, I probably was in Christopher Robin only because Christopher Robin wasn't a live action remake so much. It was the, it was the, uh, the two thousand eighteen equivalent of Hook. That might be a bad example, but you get the idea. Like the main, the main human character from the original, aged up into an adult. Yeah. And then you know, his childhood comes back for him, and his kid gets involved. Dustin Hoffman might be there. I don't remember. Yeah, doesn't do anything for me. Are any of the other ones besides Aladdin that are announced or coming? I know, I know. Uh, Mulan and Lion King. And Dumbo, no. And Dumbo. Are any of those? Uh, Jen wants to see Dumbo, so I'm gonna have to see Dumbo. I don't really care because that means I get to get all big ass popcorn. But uh. That is not what I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> well, what did you think I was gonna say? It's not important. Okay, anyway. that's fine. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I'm in it for the popcorn. I'm down to go see a movie that I'm not interested in for the popcorn. But, uh, 
Yeah, I, I don't know. None, and maybe they're not made for me, but the Aladdin teaser, you, which you watched, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. did it do anything for you? It was a teaser. It was very short. Very short. Graphics were so-so. Better than the, the You Got Served dance battle we just watched on YouTube. They are apples and oranges here, brethren. One of them was like digital effects that seemed pretty weak. The other ones were dance moves that were, you know, all actually happening. Whether or not I want to sit in a theater and have that be the climactic finish of the movies that they dance for like 10 minutes, I don't know. Mike, if you're going to a film... Granted, granted, you know, I, we watched a lot of those clips without context. You don't need context, but like maybe, maybe if I was like invested in the characters, I'd be like, oh, he finally did like the the move that you've been practicing for the entire film. But is that a compelling story for you? The dance battle, if it's written the right way. I'm saying that if Breaking Bad were changed to have a a dance off component, it would still be wonderful television. Uh, well, now you're just comparing apples and. Don't take my fucking diamond metaphor and try and throw it in here. I'm gonna put this whole thing in a fucking blender, Mike, and press fucking not not like a full blend, like we press the button and it stays down and it just keeps spinning. I'm gonna like one of those like I don't know if it's pulse or chop or something. I've used a blender in a long time. But you press that button for a second, it's just like and it's got it's a little bit of slice, a little little bit of little bit of mush in there, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna ask a legitimate question. <laughs> Why did you use that? What what what, you, what point were you trying to make just now? Well, like bringing up a blender. At this point, you've completely derailed my thoughts, so I don't even know. Jesus. Christ. I guess my mind is in a blender. Okay. Where is my mind? Don't. We have to stop singing songs on episodes. Fuck you! I'm gonna my songs a lot. Yeah. Well, you know what? When we get hit with a fucking <laughs> season, to my season. name is on nothing. But your likeness, that can't be duplicated. I couldn't do your voice. I couldn't pretend to be the man you are. Yeah, but you see, the important part is that when the lawsuits come come flying in... It's whoever's name's on the papers. Yep. Whoever's signing the checks. God damn it. Todd, I have a use for you now. Todd was supposed to be here tonight. Everyone, throw some shade at Todd. Shade Todd down. So yeah, I mean, to get back on topic, just these Disney movies, they're not doing anything for me. Uh, the thing about the well, I didn't watch Beauty and the Beast, so I can't speak for it. It sounds as though Beauty and the Beast was a fairly faithful uh, adaptation of the animated film to the point where there was no point, like you. You brought nothing to the table by doing it exactly the way the cartoon was. You just changed it to live action. Who is that for? Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. It's like there's a certain charm. There's a certain nostalgia. There's a certain something about the animated classics. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know why I would need a live action representation of these stories that, as an adult, I'm not a big Disney guy like that. Like, I enjoy Disney. I don't have bad things to say about Disney. I'll go to Disney. Your boy has some Disney stuff in his life. But, I guess, I don't know. With any type of media, if they said they were going to make a live-action Mario movie, 
might be a bad idea. I'm still gonna see it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, so th- that's not that's the bad con- bad uh, conclusion to draw from that. I guess is that there are people that will see it. I just to pull outside of your Disney fan base. I don't know who it's for. I agree with you. I don't. I just don't see who the audience is for that. I so. Beauty and the Beast did make Boken dollars. Oh, and I'm sure most of these will, even if they don't all. I'm sure most of them will. Yeah, so Aladdin would work. Like I could see that being a hit with... I I guess the who this is for might ultimately be parents who were kids and saw the original cartoon who now had their own children. Like, all right, come see this. Be our guests. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely part of it. I'm sure that will play a role in the whole thing. But for me, it doesn't do much. Dom wanted to know if we, if there were any other Disney properties we would like to see turned into a live-action film. And I racked my brain about it. I just don't... I don't know. Because no matter what, there's still going to be certain elements that are going to have to be CGI. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're not going to go puppets. I just don't see them doing that. If they went puppets and fucking went all in and did it cool, then I might be like I might be down to see something that they decide to do that with. I just don't see them doing that. Uh, let's see. Something that they did that I'd like to see live action. Um, so, again, I can't see myself actually going to a theater to watch anything. Yeah. However, I'm intrigued by the idea of a live-action Hunchback of Notre Dame. Interesting. Why? I don't know yet, but it, it crossed my mind. Like, you know what? That one would work. I think that's because that one, from what I remember, is largely... To be fair, I think the Hunchback of Notre Dame is based off of something else entirely before that, so... Whatever. The point is, I think it's largely grounded. So it, it Yeah, would work. but I think that there, there's got to be a, maybe a non-Disney one, but there's got to be like... Yeah, that's my point. A Hunchback movie that yeah. is just... No, 100% there probably is. I'm going to sound dumb, but it wasn't that Hugh Jackman movie, right? Didn't Hugh Jackman do a similar story? I don't know, maybe. Hugh Jackman's a very versatile actor. He can do whatever he wants. Hugh Jackman can do whatever he wants. Have you seen those abs? Yes. He can do whatever he wants. Did you watch The Greatest Showman? That movie was in theaters for a long time. No. <laughs> was, uh... Who else was in that movie? The Greatest Showman? Yeah. Uh, Zach Efron. Yeah, but someone else I care about. You don't care about Zach Efron? Why would I care about Zach Efron? I don't know. He was in Charlie St. Cloud. I don't even know what that is. And he was in... I know he was in a high school musical. He was in a high school I want to see a live action high school musical movie. He was in, um... Shit. I don't think it was called 13 Going on 30, but there was like another movie, I think, where someone aged or de-aged. One of those age play movies. Are you into that? You into age play movies? No, I just listened to the episode of, uh... Cool Games Inc. where they... <laughs> the Tim Allen one? No, the one where they um, they wanted to do a game that used like the mechanics of like movies where 
age was like a part of the plot so like benjamin button like you start off as a super high level yeah oh yeah i mean i feel like there actually might be a game that is like that where every time you die you get weaker or maybe i'm just really thinking about that episode i mean it was a great episode it was a great idea it was a fan they they come up with some fucking absolute bangers on there i'm surprised people don't just like rip them off and like actually make some of those games i liked old persona and knuckles is that the same episode? No, it's a different episode. Okay, that that made me fucking laugh very hard. Um, but that same, I'm pretty sure it's the same episode you're talking about with the de aging mechanic. I think it was every time you die, the graphics step down. That was a different one. I remember that one. That was a different. It's one. like at some point you're just like three color squares yeah. out of the screen. Oh man, I missed that show. I wish it was still on. Yeah. Anyway, now that we're done talking about podcasts on the podcast. Yeah. Listen, my guy. Listen, the friends of the friends of friends, friends of the show. They can, we can, we can. I, the the McElroy brothers, anytime they want to come hang out with us, the the groom and Desir and Forty and Gary and Sanchez brothers. Listen, they open invite, open invite. I'll eat, I'll eat bananas with the with the peel on them just for them. You know what I'm saying? It's a deep cut. It's, it's just gibberish. You know what I'm talking about. Great. Me and two other people. Yeah, that's fine. Those two people are sitting in their car, on the plane, wherever they're listening to this, and they're like, huh, this guy. I, not to get too off topic here, but I am, not surprised, but I'd be awestruck if one of your uh, casual listeners is someone who's living the jet set fucking lifestyle it was on a plane listening to this podcast like time for me to fly off to Tokyo what am I going to listen to oh I know this Mike I hate to burst your bubble but our listenership is constantly growing and is at a high level of I don't want to sit here I'm, I, I don't want to brag a douchio person I, I took a real word and added douche into it to make my own word oh isn't braggadocio mean like just like a, like a braggart you tell me, Mr. English Major. Wait, you don't know the word braggadocio? I know, I know braggart. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard or used the word braggadocio. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure crushing it in Scrabble right now. Bra- my braggadocio. Let's see. B-R-A-D-O-C-I-O. Braggadocio. What's that mean? It means I win, bitch. I'd be a fucking Scrabble. I'm terrible at Scrabble. See, the thing with Scrabble is that, like, you never remember the words you know when you're sitting at a Scrabble table. <laughs> you're like, hmm, the, ooh, N, triple letter score, bitch. Jeez, what can I spell with these letters here? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, uh, a, uh, 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 O, uh, T. Yeah. That's not a word. It sure is. <laughs> the thing with my luck in Scrabble is that I always get like seven I's, three O's, and like a Z. I'm like, oh, I got a Z, but I got seven I's and three O's. So. <laughs> let's see. Yeah, yeah, yo. Let's see. I, Z, O, E. Braggadocio. <laughs> You're a bitch. You know what is bad? for people's brains probably is that when you're playing Scrabble Mike like in real form 
this is the one of the few times I'm gonna say analog is has a step above digital in some way, and it's when you're playing Scrabble, when you're playing like video game Scrabble or fucking Words of Friends. Is that still a thing people play? I I believe so. So you're playing some sort of digital Scrabble. What ha- what you can do, at least as far as I remember. I'm sure all of these have the ability. You can put up any word. And you can hit that submit button. But if you hit the submit button and it's not a word, you don't get penalized. It just says, that's not a word. Mm-hmm. So you can just keep fucking guessing and, like, putting down letters that, like, you know what? Maybe this is a thing. And then you're not actually, like, exercising. I mean, you're exercising a different part of your brain. Like, the how the fuck do I just throw all this fucking word spaghetti on the table and make a word mm-hmm. but when you're playing real Scrabble you can't just fucking throw down shit and then say no that's a word because then everyone's gonna challenge you and say alright mister use it as a fucking use it in a fucking sentence you're being I, real braggadocio yeah right exactly I think you do get penalized in, in like board Scrabble if, board if someone challenges you and it's not a word you. If someone challenges you, but if you like, if I put down Izio Braggadocio, I'm sure like one person might challenge me. Maybe, but I mean, if you if you have a real good poker face, like boop boop boop, Fastigio. <laughs> but we're also in the age of, of of smartphones. Yeah. So if I challenge you, I can be like, oh okay, Mike. Hey yeah, Siri, what's Braggadocio mean? It means if you're talking about the age of smartphones and you're using like your cell phone, then clearly you can just type in the letters and be like, what word can I make? Yeah, but that's just straight up cheating. Is it though? <laughs> yes. No phones allowed. Only for challenges. And everyone has to see the screen. So hide your hide your fucking picture messages, Mike, alright? Mike's doing a lot of tapping. Hey on Siri, phone. what's braggadocio? I'm gonna I'm I'm like I'm like seventy five percent short that it's an actual word. I, it sounds good. Maybe it's a Shakespeare word. Braggadocious. Braggadocio. Is it a word? Well, You're fucking whoa, whoa, whoa. right. I just typed in all those letters and like they popped up as search <laughs> results. I didn't pick anything up. If braggadocious is a word, I'm 100% mixing that into my vocabulary going forward. Let's listen to it. Let's listen to it. Let's hear what it has to say. Braggadocio. Oh, I'm saying it wrong. I'm braggadocio. Okay, there we go. So is, now there, I know is there a definition? Can you give it, hit, hit me with the definition. Boastful or arrogant behavior. Yeah. I'm sure that's probably where the word brag came from. Yeah. Because people don't want to say braggadocio because it makes them sound like a braggadocio. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's listen to this. Braggadocious. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Why did that sound like? Wh- why did that sound like da- Danny Avedon? <laughs> because it's a man that did it this time. I don't know. What do you want from me? It's just funny. I like boastful or arrogant. Yeah. So I was right. So fucking. Is braggadocious a real word? Let's find out, life hacker. <laughs> So, after 109 episodes, Mike, all the times you've shot me down and called me out and told me I'm a big old fat dum-dum, mm-hmm. you're wrong about the dum-dum part. Finally. No, no, not necessarily. A broken clock is right twice a day. Shit. So you're telling me I need to be right three times on this podcast? I guess, if that's which... On that's this the, episode. If that's the little bar you want to set for yourself, sure thing. I just want to prove your broken clock thing. Anyways, Mike, what have you been playing? Because I really want to know what you've nothing. been... Nothing. Nothing? Nah. No O-dubs, no o- nothing I, new? I probably did a little over Overwatch and got upset and then went to sleep. Did you get any of your, uh, any of your weekly loot boxes? Did you get any new skins? 
I got no new skins. I probably got one loot box, maybe two if I like leveled up while I was playing. Okay. Okay. What uh anything else coming out this month that's got Michael's interest? Kinda peek peak Mike's pockets open and I don't some, know what's coming out this month. Get some monies. Call of Duty came out today. Okay. Well clearly I don't care about that. Uh Assassin's Creed Odyssey came out. I technically already have that. Oh yeah, you have that. You gotta you gotta play that. I've heard that it actually runs very well. It I was playing it on my Chromebook and it ran surprisingly well considering the Chromebook I had it for like three or four years now it's like an old fucking shitty computer but it streamed it pretty well yeah so I, this was not going to be one of the things we talked about today but now I kind of want to talk about it since it just came up organically you got a code from Google to do what is the stream project stream project stream okay uh, want to give a rundown of what that is for the uninformed uh, listener basically they want to be able to stream you know AAA games on your computer so you don't download anything you're just playing it Another computer somewhere else is processing all the inputs and then just shooting you, technically, video what you're playing. Yeah. Which, if it can work, I think that will end up being probably the next step in the future of what video games are for us. Yeah, you won't need a fancy-ass computer. Like I said, I was playing it on a Chromebook. I, if I could remember the exact model... I could probably dig up the specs and it is abysmal. Like Were you I, playing it at your your home? Yeah. Do you know what your internet speed is? Um, it, so basically there's a few requirements for for product stream to work. A, you need to be using the latest version of Google Chrome. B, you need an Ubisoft account. C, they required, uh, I could tell you right now what the actual, um, what the required internet speed is. It's. I think it's like. 20 I believe it's under. Down. It's twenty megs is the highest, is is like the is the recommended, mm-hmm. I believe, um, and they also recommend that you plug it in. Yeah. Did you was, hardwire? No, I was using Wi. I was using Wi-Fi, up in my attic, which is, pretty far away from my router. So, like all things considered, it ran pretty well considering I was using, my Wi-Fi and like it stuttered a little bit, but that was because you know I was using my Wi-Fi. I was. So that's I was reading a lot of stuff online today about people doing this and trying in different ways and people getting still great results and not having issues and like maybe a few drop frames here or there but doing it the non-intended way like I was reading something about somebody you know who's doing it you know at like a fourteen megabyte mm-hmm. internet speed on Wi-Fi you know playing with you know whatever a PS three PlayStation controller, Xbox controller, Bluetooth into their into you know, their uh, really interesting computer. To try is for me to so I can dock my phone. Like you're not, you can't use it on your phone, but I could dock my phone and use it like a PC. I wonder if it would run if I did that. It's very impressive tech. I mean, Google's definitely one of the companies that I think would be able to pull this type of shit off. Um, but I think the important thing is is. After this trial period is over, it'll be interesting to see how this is received throughout the country. Because I think the narrative that we always hear is that the infrastructure in the U.S. isn't the greatest. And I don't think it's the greatest. It is pretty shit. But if Google does this test and it's, you know, throughout different regions of the country... 
and it runs well, I'd have to imagine that that's a positive step forward. You know what I mean? Like I would have to imagine that given that our infrastructure might not be the best, if this is able to work, yes, there'll still be areas that it wouldn't work for. But if a majority of us could, and then over time the infrastructure gets better, I feel like that's a that's a big deal. Like I feel like this test is important to see if this can actually work. Yeah. Well, I mean, Google doing it. There's another company that's doing it. Microsoft is now getting into it. Uh, so, you know, at the very least. Well, Microsoft's been in it for a while. I mean, they've been doing cloud computing stuff, and they're a very large company. Yeah, but like, uh, what's the new thing that they're working on called? I don't know if it has a name yet. Pro, uh, it's called. I believe it's called X Project X Cloud. That might be right. Um, stupid. Ass again, name. I didn't. I didn't like stupid ass name. I didn't go through all because Project Stream is a is a clever name. I didn't say it was a clever name, but Xbox just their the naming convention just gets confusing after a while. No, I don't hate it. I mean, X is their thing. X and then cloud. Everything's in the cloud. Quotes. You know what I mean. So it's the Xbox Cloud. It's the X Cloud. I don't hate the name. But I, you know, there definitely have been, I mean, part of what, and maybe it's part of what has been keeping Crackdown from coming out is part of the story with that game, the narrative always was there's going to be extra, I believe, extra computing power in the cloud that would help some of these bigger feats they're trying to pull off within the game run. Um, what you giggling about over there, Mr. Gigglepie? Oh, you'll see. Why are there Garfield texts being sent? <laughs> We're recording a goddamn show. No Garfield text. Um, you sure about that? I mean, Microsoft's announcement of Project X Cloud is is also. I I saw it. I <laughs> I opened my phone mic. Um, is also pretty monumental if it works mm-hmm. because what they're promising is the ability to play their games on phones tablets pc what have you on the go right i mean it's exciting i really want to know what the stats are like for how how the switch how nintendo is handling their streaming stuff for their switch in japan because you can play Resident Evil 7 in Japan on your Switch if you're in Japan, and you can play Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey on your Switch in Japan mm. via streaming it to your Switch. Interesting. So I don't I don't know if there's an off mode version of offline mode version of the game over there that exists. I think you have to be connected to an internet source. Yeah. But I mean, if they can pull it off on the Switch with some of these bigger triple-A, current-gen, maybe too powerful for the Switch games, That's that opens up a lot of doors for what developers can bring to the Switch over here if these other services couldn't work. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure part of the reason why they're doing it in Japan only is because their infrastructure is probably a lot better than ours. It's also a lot smaller yeah. of a country. So there's probably you know better internet access and stuff like that that makes it much easier for them to test these out. Do you think that this is uh, the future? Like, do you think that we are heading towards 
a, a world where we aren't going to own consoles under our TV and instead are just going to stream it to one thing. Like, instead of saying, I'm going to buy the next PlayStation, I'm going to buy the next Xbox, you're just going to download the Nintendo app or the Xbox app. And maybe you pay a service fee, like, oh, it's 30 bucks a month, and I get access to the Xbox app. You know what I mean? Like, you think yeah. that's the way we're going? Uh, not anytime soon. I'm trying to think about what... Well, Xbox and PlayStation, at the very least, have already start long ago tried pivoting themselves to be like a media center in general. So the, a device that you would keep regardless. Like even if you don't use it to play games, you can use it as a thing to run different apps or play your fucking discs or whatever. So regardless of what happens with gaming, they're going to at least try to do that. Nintendo. Mm. Interesting spot. So you went you went the way that I wasn't intending to ask you. You went the way of like, are these companies going to forfeit making boxes for entertainment? Yeah. I'm saying, are we moving towards a future where the boxes are becoming obsolete? Like you just yeah. you you buy the Microsoft suite of yeah of features. No, I, yeah. Which I, could just maybe be installed on your smart TV. I get that. What I mean is that um, I think they will continue to try selling boxes, and maybe the box will have the app on it. I mean, sure, you could probably they'll probably also sell the app that will do a thing. But I feel like they're gonna try holding on to the concept of having a box too. Well, so I'm Microsoft. Let's just say I'm Microsoft. There's people that only buy one console, right? Mm-hmm. Those people exist. Yeah. How can I still get money from those consumers? Well, what if I make the Xbox app available on their Nintendo box? And they just download the app and they have to make an account and the account is whatever. A monthly fee, a yearly fee, whatever. Then they're still getting money. Then they're still getting these people in their ecosystem. Right. You think that's part of this this future that that is potential potentially there uh it's a it's a non-zero possibility i don't follow i don't follow I'm, i'm saying like it could happen i don't know how likely it is i can't imagine them that being any sort of strategy they have in mind now but i can see it happening at some point you don't think it's a straight... Wait, well... I don't think it's something that, like, it's an idea. I don't think it's anything that they're considering now, but I can see it being a possibility in the future. So... I'm not saying it will never happen. I'm just saying it's possible it could happen. So let's take this. Let's take this example. <laughs> why, why are you getting all glazy-eyed? I was glazy-eyed for a while now. That's that fucking milkshake IPA you got going on there. Looks like IPA is fucking trash. I don't like raspberries. Wait, then why did you drink it? I would have drank it, Mike. That's yeah, alright. Get another drink out of my fridge. I'm not that thirsty. Alright. Don't you have to finish that? No, I will. I mean, you don't have to. I don't have to, but I will. Alright. Jeez. I didn't know. I'm a polite guest. I'll, I'll stalk some out and do my house. I'm sorry, Mike. But what I was going to say was you already have a, a current present day where 
Microsoft and Nintendo are playing very nice together. Right. As far as we know, Microsoft isn't in in the realm of we want to produce a handheld console of any type. Mm-hmm. They're already about play Xbox Play Anywhere. Mm-hmm. This would just be another leg to that. It would be a way where they could potentially get Nintendo gamers who are only Nintendo gamers into their ecosystem. Yeah. But it would be I mean it would be a way that like I I don't see it as a way of competing because if I'm a person that only buys a Switch but now I have the option to play Halo, Forza, all these things on my Switch that like that's just going to make me spend more money. And not sell my switching at an Xbox because clearly I bought my switch over an Xbox for a reason. Mm-hmm. So I don't see it as being a negative thing that way. Right. And Microsoft is playing friendly with Nintendo. They're playing very friendly with uh, with Android right now too. They have a lot of com- like compatibility, I will say, with Android, you know, handsets to the point where that can also be a thing. I'm like, hey, you know. We've got this, so now you can stream our Xbox games on your Android phone. Like, that's... I mean, that's the future they're moving towards. Yeah. The with with the tra- the announcement of Project X Cloud, they they said, I think more than once in the trailer, the future is mobile. Did they say that? No, but it sounds good. <laughs> they said something along the line along the lines of the future is like. Playing without barriers, playing without restrictions, which we are seeing a lot, well not a lot of, but we're seeing for the first time because of things like Fortnite being cross-play through everything, we're seeing this thing that never existed before. So, I, I mean, maybe I'm just being hopeful that some sort of Xbox app would make its way to the Switch. Because if that were the case, again, I'm still going to play on my Xbox when I'm home. But now it gives me the ability to go lay in bed at night and continue playing one of my Xbox games. Or if I'm on a trip, it allows me to continue playing my Xbox game. Where right now I only have the ability to play my Switch games. So maybe I'm just being a daydreamer. Uh, no. That's Dreamweaver. Never mind. Yeah. Probably shouldn't sing any songs, Mike. Uh, but, I mean, you played Mario Kart 8 the other night with us. Why are you going to sit here and say you're not playing anything? You played Mario Kart 8. Well, and I Joe figured, fucking wrecked everybody. I figured if I kept quiet about it, you'd start talking about it. You asshole. You dirty dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a good time. Mario Kart 8 is always a good time. I'm glad I'm glad that uh, we hopped on that for a couple hours. Played around on that. But I fucking bought Black Ops today, Mike. Yeah. Technically last night. Well, I guess that's also technically today because I bought it at midnight. But I haven't bought a Call of Duty in a long time. A full price Call of Duty. Sometimes I'll get like a deal and get it because everyone else is playing it. But I, I'm not a Call of Duty guy. I don't play a lot of Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. This one's kind of fun. Alright. And their Battle Royale mode called Blackout I think I think Fortnite is going to be fine. Fortnite is free, for one. Yeah. And it's stylistically and honestly game mechanics-wise, it is a different game 
Like, the building thing of Fortnite completely separates that game from the rest of the Battle Royales out there. PUBG, on the other hand, this is so similar to PUBG that I... And I still think PUBG has a lot of problems. So far, I haven't encountered many or any problems with Blackout. I think you're going to see a lot of PUBG players move over to Blackout. I think this is going to be a bad, bad thing for for PUBG. I'm curious to see how the next few weeks, as I'm sure there will be plenty of uh, articles and, and other things speaking on the player totals and the population of people playing what for Battle Royales. I'm curious to see if Fortnite and or PUBG dip and Blackout surges. I don't know if there there would be a way for them to be able to pull. I, maybe the only way for them to be able to pull this would be if Activision released the numbers, but I would be curious to see just the Blackout numbers and not Call of Duty players in general because... Call of Duty sells well every year, so that would be an unfair, uh, unfair metric if they couldn't separate the blackout numbers. Right. You think it's gonna kill PUBG? As a as a person who's very uninterested yourself mm-hmm. in battle royales in all of these games, right? If I sit here and tell you that blackout is very similar to PUBG, but it's made by a AAA. Lots of money, big studio. Mm-hmm. What do you think is gonna happen? I don't know. Are people still playing PUBG? Come Yes, people. PUBG still has a large audience. Fortnite is on every platform and it's free. So to look at the numbers of people playing PUBG and Fortnite is like very unfair. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not a like. It's not a one to one comparison. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, you literally have the ability to... I guess you can download PUBG on your phone. It's PUBG Pub- Mobile, yeah. Oops. I had no idea if anybody plays that. I also have no idea if anyone plays Fortnite. Once or twice. Fortnite Mobile, but I think I think young kids do. But I think young people are just... used to playing mobile games on their phone. Well, any games on their phone. So they're just used to touch screen inputs and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Two games that are very similar. One of them is made by a AAA studio that does well every year. has a has a franchise name tied to it that so far has very little issues being reported. Versus a game that's made by. I mean, I I think Blue Hole's technically a big company. I think it has a lot of fucking money, but. A game that has a lot of issues, because we'll just take the developer part of it, a game that has a lot of issues, mm-hmm. a game that's only locked on to two platforms, three if you want to count their mobile app. Mm-hmm. What do you, where are we at here? What um, do we think? I'm hearing a lot of cons for PUBG, so I don't really see how they would come out like well in this situation. Well, I, I wonder if it's just... like I don't, want to, I don't want to speak on the matter as somebody who clearly just PUBG hasn't done it for. Like, PUBG has not done it for mm-hmm. me. In the past, I'm sure you can rewind to episodes before PUBG came to Xbox and me saying Fortnite is done for when PUBG comes to Xbox. 
That clearly wasn't the case. It's clearly not the case. Fortnite's one of the biggest games ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to I was trying to level the conversation for you since you're a person that doesn't play either and doesn't care. Yeah. To see if you had an opinion of whether or not you think it would have a chance. Um, it probably has a chance. It sounds like it. It's a very popular game. I had to listen to Todd debate for like three hours whether or not he should buy, like, pre-download it right now, or should he buy a physical copy the next day? Oh, you're talking about Call of Duty? Yeah, what are we talking? No, about? Call of Duty definitely has a chance. I'm saying does PUBG have a chance of surviving this? Yeah, that my point is, Call of Duty is going to get a lot of people buying it, and they're probably all going to play the battle royale, and people are probably going to enjoy it. Maybe. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to go well for PUBG, I assume. But this is assuming that it plays as well as I think people are making it out to play. The blackout mode on Call of Duty? Yeah. I mean, I played all. I played a lot of it today with Todd, and we had zero issues. Yeah. I mean, the game ran smoothly. The game is, like, much better looking than PUBG is. It it just works on a controller. PUBG is PUBG has so many inputs. Like PUBG on a PC is probably a much different experience for people who are attuned to playing with PC controls, keyboard and mouse. But Call of Duty makes it work on a controller. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's gonna be interesting. I don't know. I don't know how much longer. PUBG will be able to sustain what I'm assuming will be a very successful game in Call of Duty Blackout. But anyways, Mike, I don't know if you saw that Xbox or Microsoft is also in the process of acquiring Obsidian Entertainment. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Yes. Are you uh, familiar with any Obsidian games? So they, of course... Made the first KOTOR, Star Wars of the Old Pro- Star Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Uh, they. Oh hello. They made uh, Fallout New Vegas, which is one of the most popular Fallout games. Yeah. Wasteland Two. Right. South Park, The Stick of Truth. Uh-huh. Just to name a few. I mean, those are all. Games that people are, kind of all about. Mm-hmm. Um. And from, I, I tried to dig looking for whether or not there was any, like, is this a rumor and speculation or is this actually happening? And some of the stuff I came across said that it's it's more of like a, this is definitely happening, it's just not announced yet. My guess is it'll probably get announced at Microsoft's uh, X, X01 or whatever the fuck it's called. X, X018. They got a thing? Yeah, they're doing a, they're doing like a, like a Nintendo Direct. Oh, well, we, good for them. Mike, we had multiple conversations about this on the podcast and in the group text. Okay, well, you know for a fact I do not read the group text. Right, fair enough. And I am more more often than not checked out of the podcast, and I don't revisit them by listening to them. So, like, any information you give to me within, like, the last, you know, how long has this thing been running? 42 minutes. Yeah, that's gone. <laughs> Mike... I, I hate you so much, but I also love you. Yeah, so they're doing an event in, like, the first week of November or something, which 
I'm assuming this will end up being an announcement there. Hmm. Whether they have a game in the works or something, probably not, or maybe in the works, but probably not anything near being done. But the thing that I'm more interested in is this. This is another studio acquisition for Microsoft. Sony has kind of put out all of their PS4 big titles at this point. I think really the only the only big one that's left that people know about, that people care about, is The Last of Us Part Two. I don't think, and I think it would be a weird slash bad idea if we got the PS5, Xbox 2 next year. I think earliest should be 2020. But if Sony doesn't have some other bigger titles to pad out the rest of their life cycle for the PlayStation 4, I feel like Microsoft is going to have a fucking baller Xbox 2 launch lineup. Or launch year. They have all these studios, which probably maybe one of them have, will would have a game ready for whenever this launch. Mm-hmm. Depending if it's if it's next year, probably not. If it's in two years, most likely. Plus they got Halo Infinite. They they have some other stuff. They'll have a Forza game, I'm sure. They'll probably have the Gears game. I feel like plus they got Game Pass. Plus they got whatever XCloud is if that continues to be a thing. Xbox 2 might just be in a really good spot. Which is shitty to talk about, to be like, hey, if you have an Xbox One, whatever, because I still love my Xbox One. But I think that they're poised and they're setting themselves up to be the machine in the next generation. Whether it's a full generation or just some marginal... You know what I mean? I don't like the next generation of consoles. To me, is gonna be so confusing because like we have the X, we got the PS4 Pro. I feel like those machines are already so powerful and not really utilized. What would the next console be? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe the next generation isn't just a full generational leap. It's just like the next version of the X, and then the Xbox One X becomes the base model, and then you know it's the Xbox One X. Two, which would be a horrible name. Please don't do that. But within all of this happening, Sony has also come out now and publicly stated, we're working on the next PlayStation. Well, obviously. That's not a secret. I mean, you haven't said it, but we all know that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think, I think these studio acquisitions are setting them up to be a major player. Well, I mean, they are they are a major player. There's fucking three players. There's three players. Like, you you can't... There's no, like, team instinct here. Yeah. I mean, I can't... I mean, there is a team instinct here. It's them right now. Oh. Alright. I mean, they're losing... They're losing this generation. They won last generation. They're losing this generation. Mm. I don't know, Mike. What do you think? With all these studio acquisitions, like, it's clear that they're trying to set up the next Xbox to have a very successful library of content. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think Sony blew their load? Or do you think that they're now just going to say, oh, we got 
God of War 2, Spider-Man 2, Last of Us 3. Yeah, maybe. I mean, if it worked for them before, it'll work again. Is that how it works? That's my belief. Is that science? That is hard facts. You can read it in a book. Mm, I don't know. What do you know? You don't fucking read. I don't. But do you? I've more seen than the I books. do. You've looked at some books. You have a Kindle a bit. I do. Fucking knew it, Mike. How did I? Where did I get that Kindle from? Kindles. I don't have anything against Kindles, Jen. What do you have against me and Mike? Yeah, that's right. That's what he's, I thought. He's being a braggadocio. Braggadocio. Pistachio. Is that your Italian? Is that your no. Italian accent? Pistachio is probably not an Italian word either. But you were saying it with that inflection. You were also making slight hand gestures. <laughs> braggadocio. Braggadocio. Did it say where it was? Uh, came from? Where I didn't do origin? that much research. Mike, come on. Brag braggadocio. Bragad is it that you say it? Braggadocio. I, what did I tell you? I don't know. Last 40 gonna, minutes. You're the one gone. that fucking Googled it. You played it twice. Gone. Anyways, I bet it's a Shakespearean word. It sounds like a Shakespearean word. Like braggadocious? <laughs> she knows braggadocious. <laughs> Dude, yes. you're totally braggadocious. Yes, it is like braggadocious. We had to look up those words earlier for uh, reasons I no longer recall. Yeah, because I said the word, and you said that's definitely not a word. Your face dropped, your fucking chin was on the ground, and your tongue was rolling around. Like, apparently, like I said, I forgot everything that just happened, so... You know, now that, I, now that I have this knowledge, mm -hmm. now I can just make things up, mm -hmm. because you have no idea. Okay. This is great. It's, I'm going to paint you in a whole different light now. That's fine. Not in a bad way, in a good way. It's fine, because I can reject everything you say. I don't care whether yeah, it happened or not. But the listeners will know the truth. Well, this is will know the truth because the apparently, truth is they, out there. apparently they listen to the entire episode. They do. And they love you, Mike. I don't know why, because you're very mean to them. But they love you. Eh, fuck everybody. Yee. But the last thing I want to talk about, like, before we go get cookies. Well, really, actually, not the last thing. But the last thing before we get to the last thing. Oh, my God. It's, it's quick. It's simple. It's easy. It's nothing crazy, Mike. There's a leak going around a rumor circulating the old internet yeah so take this for what it is but I, it, I'm choosing to talk about it because it's a series that is near and dear to me so I wanted to bring it up because I know we've also talked about it in the past and how we think it might be dead yeah Harry Potter right got him Marvel versus Capcom mm -hmm. it's a story franchise for me I have a long personal history with that game growing up MVCI is the first game in the series that I did not purchase. I don't think it did well. It definitely didn't do well. I mean, maybe I don't know if it. I don't know if it sold well in the beginning, but it is. It was a game that did not do well critically. It didn't hold up in the fighting game community, and it got bumped out of Evo and other major tournaments rather quickly. And at this point, I'm pretty sure Capcom has pretty much abandoned it. Myself. Joe, a lot of people in the in the fighting game community, probably also thought, cool, well this is like not a series that I can't imagine Marvel would want to keep letting them do. You know what I mean? Like all these things. It didn't do well. It's not a good look for them. The rumor going around is that MBCI, which is the latest game in the series that did not do super well, 
is either going to be completely just canned or they're going to re-release it with new content and new things under Marvel vs. Capcom 4. Mm-hmm. Which, whether it's a completely new game or them taking that game, adding more stuff and changing things about it that didn't wasn't didn't appeal to the, the masses and to the fighting game community, the fact that they would change the name to Marvel vs. Capcom 4 or if they're making a new game and calling it Marvel vs. Capcom 4, either way, they're clearly just trying to say, like, all right, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite just isn't a game. Because that is the fourth game in the, the, yeah. the series here. So regardless of what this ends up being, if it is something, I think it's very clear that they're just trying to move away from the Infinite title. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's rumors floating around about characters. I don't want to get too much into it because, again, it's it's like it's literally just all rumor at this point. But there's rumors of fan favorites coming back and and other things like that. But in the rumor, I thought it was interesting. They said fan favorites, but there was no mention of someone like Wolverine, who's been a like major figure. Well, first of all, he's a major Marvel character, but he's a major figure in that series. He's on a lot of promotional material. He's on the cover of two, I believe. I don't know if he's on the cover of three, probably. He's, he must be on the cover of three. But, uh... Yeah, I, I don't know. Do you do you think that they would go after this? Do you think this is a is a series worth saving? I suppose. Do you think Marvel would want to do that, or Capcom? Um, yes, if they believe it will give them money. <laughs> I mean, I think it would give them money if it was done well and people liked it. Okay, well, I mean, Street Fighter Five is giving them money. This arguably would have broader appeal because it has Marvel superheroes in it. Mm-hmm. As someone who's not a big MVC person, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. would it matter to you either way if this game stayed or went? Yeah, it would not. Part of me would die. It's a big part of my life. I think I own two and maybe three in in various ways that make it almost not worth it for me to play because I think I own two on my 360 Mm -hmm. I think and I probably have three on the Vita what's wrong with the Vita Mike I would have to like find it and pick it up and turn it on and oh no you could have just said the Vita everything's wrong with the Vita I have to charge it then have to get like the cartridge out and then pop it in it's like it's a whole that that's like half my afternoon right there. Yeah, Vita Vita's a thing that existed. Sony came out and said that they're, they're now no longer in the handheld game. Yeah, too bad. Nintendo's about to rake in that fucking money. About? I mean, if no one, if nobody tries to contest with them in the mobile, besides obviously cell phones and shit, if no one. And by no one, Microsoft or Sony don't try to contest with them in that thing. 3DS isn't going anywhere. What if... 3DS is sticking around for a little bit longer. What if Nintendo's next move was legit? Like, alright, we did the Switch, we did 3DS. Our only competition is phones. Why don't we just make a fucking phone? That was a rumor for a long time back in the day. I don't know if there was actually any credence to it or not. My problem with that would be I would buy it 
it would probably be a shitty phone. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I've heard good things about the Razer phone and um, who else made a phone recently? Razer, um, I think it's Republic of Gaming. I think they made a phone, ROG. Um, they they made gaming phones, quote unquote, and they've got like really impressive hardware to pull off the gaming part. Yeah. The rest of the stuff is like not so hot. The thing that would make me very hesitant to ever buy a phone made by Nintendo is a few things. One, all of their consoles, for the most part, are underpowered. Mm-hmm. So it would probably be an underpowered phone compared to any other phone you could buy. Right. It would probably be like absolutely fucking dipped in terrible features like just uh, here's a bucket of fucking terrible features let's just drop the fucking phone in there let it sit for a few days and pull it out like i'd have to have your friend code to send you a text message or something like it would be so fucking bad like 100 on board on this fucking garbage ass phone i am in new daily driver nintendo make your phone uh, you've got my sim card let's do this thing i wanted to have an like a <clears throat> like system sounds that I cannot disable at all. Like every time I press buttons, it goes yeah, yeah, yeah. The only, the only good thing about a Nintendo phone, Mike, is that you know it would have Street Pass and it would be fucking baller. Ooh, to boy. always have Street Pass on your phone. Street Pass, all. What's, what's that notification? Oh, I got another Street Pass. I got more Street Passes. I, who are all these people buying Nintendo phones? And the thing is, like, it would suck to have your phone on you all the time. You're in a movie, it's dark, you know, you don't just want to pull your phone up, but you have this green light flashing in your fucking pocket, and everyone's like, God damn it, Mike, turn off your Street Pass. Boy. I mean, look, I got a Street Pass right now. <laughs> you do have a green light flashing on your phone. There's a lot of things that go into a phone, and I don't think Nintendo is capable of handling that. Oh, they would have to partner with another company. Yeah, of course. And I just don't want that to be a thing. I don't want that to be a focus. That shouldn't be their fucking business model. That shouldn't be what they're trying to do. Like, if, they, if they're going to try to release a phone to compete with Apple and Samsung and Google. Is Google big player in the phone game? I don't know. Kind of, sort of. Is, who else is it besides Samsung and Apple? Um, HTC, not so much. Huawei, Xiaomi. Um, top three. Give me top three. LG. Apple, Samsung, who's the third? Uh, probably LG at this point. I don't, Nintendo doesn't need to make a phone. They're not going to compete with any of that. I mean, that's... They, they can't even figure out... I guess in the U.S. If, I, if we're going international, it might be Huawei. But, okay, go on. Yeah. But my point stays the same. That they don't... They are so underprepared to tackle that type of tech and have it function properly. I love Nintendo. I'm a fucking Nintendo fanboy. Everyone knows this. Mm-hmm. Please, Nintendo, do not make a phone. Don't spend your time and money there. That's not what I want from you. I already have a phone. Keep giving me amazing, innovative gaming experiences. That's what I want. They could go the Google route. Google, <clears throat> their first few phones where they wanted to like show off what the Android software would do, they had their Nexus line of phones where they partnered up with a different manufacturer every single time to like build a phone and now they switched to the pixel line and the pixel line I believe is it's still sort of I think they they're using some resources from a different manufacturer but largely they're building the phone themselves yeah 
I mean, think about this. Think about Nintendo. I'm pretty sure this is still a thing, but in in order to create their online service for the Switch, mm. Nintendo part, partnered with Denna to help them make it because Nintendo doesn't know how to fucking make an internet service, and I don't blame them. Like that's not what they're. You know what I mean? Like. As we all know, Nintendo's first and foremost a playing card company. And exactly. they've been that for the last hundred years. And love hotels. And love hotels. This is all 100% fact, people. You Look it up if you have to, but that's what they did. Uh, what's the card game that they... Anafuda? I don't remember that much. Anafuda. Uh, anyways, Mike, the last thing that we're moving on to here... Okay. Is we gotta we gotta get some of these listener questions in. We did them dirty last week. We had to run to get cookies. It's, it's time to it's time to show the listeners some love. But first, Mike. Yeah. Probably should plug our lovely sponsors. You do that for this episode. Yeah. This episode, of course, sponsored by Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night from 7 to 11, make sure to head on down to Higginson Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you are interested in what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on these tasty, tasty treats. And when you do head down to Goodnight Fatty, two things. One, let them know that Pass the Controller sent you. And two, it's October. Don't go late. Go early. They're going to either run out of cookies or you're going to be in a long, long line. You're still probably going to be in a long line if you go around 7, but at least they'll have cookies. And our second sponsor this evening, Mike, is Beer Brand. Beer Brand is a premium men's grooming company with products not only for your beard, but also your hair and body. They formulate their products to work with your body's natural chemistry rather than to disguise it or change it. Many competing products are formulated to address a man's insecurities, Mike, rather than help them embrace their own awesomeness. And Mike, Beard Brand thinks you're awesome. And their products are designed to sample... Whoops, nope. Their products are designed to help you be the man you want to be. And our listeners can go to beardbrand.com and get a free sea salt spray added to their order automatically when they choose to shop at Beard Brand. And if you're looking for suggestions on what to use or what to get, I use the beard oil and the utility balm. Makes me smelling great feeling good on to listener questions mike Mm -hmm. the first of which is actually going to be a fucking twofer and not only is it a twofer mike but it's going to be a part of mike's in a minute death bruiser wrote in via our discord and wants to know mike who would you cast in a my hero academia live action movie Keep in mind, I have no idea how many characters. Do as many as you please. I don't know what 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 is here for me to know. I'm I'm stalling a little bit to give you some time to think or look or or whatever. But um, I'm just like doing my own thing on my phone. Cool. All right. Death uh, Cruiser would like to know that. Yeah. So the thing about that is a large portion of the cast would be high school students, like kids just starting high school. And I don't know who high school age actors are. But what you do know is that Disney's got that fucking de-aging machine. Eh? I don't eh? like your face. I, eh? honest to God, do not like you your face. You saw what they did to my boy Sam. You saw what they did to yeah. him. 
I do not think they're going to need anybody to be 14 years old. Maybe not. I mean, they can upplay them a little bit. They can maybe grow them up a little bit. Maybe they're in college. Maybe it's a movie they're in college. I don't know how the plot of the show goes. I don't know if that ruins it. It's a movie. It takes place after. It's in college. Yeah. So I would have to cast the adults. Uh, I mean, you got Tom Holland. He's a young actor. The people know his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't he's know. 22. But he looks like he's 14. He looks young, but... Okay, he's the one I might know. Michael Sarah doesn't age. I would not put him in my movie. <laughs> okay. Why? He's he's he does not have the range I think necessary. Okay. Okay. Scott Pilgrim tells me otherwise, but okay. Scott Pilgrim was a fine film and I No. Take that back right now. We watched Scott Pilgrim the other night. Mike, that movie is phenomenal. That movie's I always loved that movie and then I haven't watched it in a long time and I feel like the longer it went where I haven't watched it and I was like, I love that movie. I stopped saying I love that movie because I'm like, I don't know if this is still a good movie or not or I just watched it when I was in high school and liked it because it was nerdy. But it's fucking funny and it's shot so well. Came out in 2008 we were in college. Uh, Close enough. Yeah. But it also makes me kind of want to see what an Edgar Wright Marvel movie would look like. Yeah. Well, he was supposed to do the first Ant-Man, right? Uh, Yes. If you let me finish my sentence I'm before, sorry. I was saying it was a fine so film so that came out too early. Like, if it had come out later, it probably would have done better and it would have been more... It wouldn't be just like a cult hit. It would just be like a good movie that people are yeah. familiar with. And it had a stacked cast that was, um, you know, all went on to do great things. I mean, Captain America is in that movie. Captain America is in there. Um, do 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 one of the Culkins, I don't really care about that. He's great in that movie, though. He's great in that movie. I don't know what else he does, but he's great in that movie. Um, Obviously, the girl. Brandon Routh is there. Um, Brie Larson's there. Brie Larson, Aubrey Plaza. Oh, yeah, Aubrey Plaza's there, too. Um, but the other the other girl. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Woodson? I don't know who that is. No, the girl who... Jen hates her. Jen hates a lot of people. But she knows. Jen, who's the girl in uh, Scott Pilgrim that you hate? Oh, my God. Uh, she's in the Pitch Perfect movies, Mike. Oh, Anna Kendrick. Yes. I don't hate her. I just don't think she's physically attractive. Okay, Jen, you sit over Jesus there and Christ go on your Christ. phone. She's a terrible human being. <laughs> human being. You're terrible at being that. Continue your thing. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I told you she didn't like her. I don't hate her. I just think she's fucking ugly. When and we, I don't want to see her face. When we were watching the movie, and the first scene that she's in shows up, she goes, she turns to me and she goes, oh, this is why all you fucking losers like her. Because she's in this movie. <laughs> she turned to you and she said, this fugly bitch <laughs> taking up space on my screen. Oh, this is why all nerd dudes like her. Because she's in Is that a dog. thing? Do all nerd dudes like no, Anna Kendrick? No, she is just a charming individual that many people love. I don't know if you realize this, but she was in three Pitch Perfect movies. That's not a three. nerd dude thing. That is just work. a... <laughs> Good for her. Jesus. Let's make three separate movies about singing fucking acapella. Yikes. She's a terrible person. Well, hold on. Oh my god. God willing, she doesn't listen to the podcast. Are you kidding me? If you listen, if she's all they play in the state of Maine. I hope she listens to the podcast because she's going to hear how much me and Mike are standing up for against you, ugly person over there. Ugly person? I meant that in like an ugly. (laughs) (laughs) You know that's not what I meant. Huh? your life. Do you know that's not what I meant? I meant like, 
you're, you're twisting my words. Mike, you know what I meant? You <laughs> like just said, you ugly person. There's no twisting that. No, but I didn't mean it that way. Like, she's being an ugly person to her. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are out of your mind. You guys are yes, braggadocious. You know, sir, it's, it's a common college game. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't even fucking do that to me, like, right now. Mike's drunk. Jen, you know I'm not calling you that. Stop it. I think you're very beautiful, and I love you. <laughs> Mike, you can't laugh when I say that. Oh, anyways. Anyway. So, who are you casting in this movie? Uh, let's see. Can I sleep at your house tonight? <laughs> <laughs> no. You ugly person. God damn it. Uh, I'm trying to think about someone besides The Rock to play All Might. There Mike, what can I say? I just love beer, okay? <laughs> it was me and Donkey Dong Dave. And uh, Squiggly Phil. <laughs> uh, Gang Bang Greg. And Fortnite Frankie. Um, ooh, I just had one in my head too. Okay, there we go. Now, Channing Tatum for all night? No. Who's good beefy dude? I need a big beefy dude. Jen, who's, a, Jen, who's a good beefy dude? Besides The Rock. Oh. He can't be our go-to for everything. Steve He's not a good beefy dude. Brad Pitt and Hearts. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Why do we fucking pick her? Nitro uh, from American Gladiators. No one... She just probably Googling Jane. 90s things, Mike. What year was that? You must have... You, you must have been 10 when Nitro was... Fucking jamming up an American Gladiator, which means that was the 1930s. What about a Hemsworth, Mike? We get a Hemsworth as all mate? Ooh. Yeah, Thor. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth. I could, I could see Chris Hemsworth. I mean, he might work on his his uh, American accent, but yeah, he could. Yeah, Actually, terrible. He did one in some movie where he got a giant boner. What movie was that? <laughs> what? I. Uh, I don't know what movie he had a giant boner in. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. You know which one it was? It was Vacation. Jen hates everyone. Jen hates Anna Kendrick so much. Says all these things about her. Yet, I love Chris Hemsworth's fucking hacky role with a big old fucking ding dong hanging out. His American you were you also remember his big old ding dong. <laughs> yeah, but he's a universally attractive man. Anna Kendrick looks like an eagle. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a seagull that's about to snatch a pizza crust out of your hand. Holy shit! Hey, this went from this went from us making Jen sound like she's like an awful person to just Jen saying that I'm an awful person. Anna Kendrick looks like a weasel who just can't squeeze out of a toothpaste tube. What? This is horrible. Listen, I don't condone any of this. I I'm I fine with being absolutely adore Anna. I am fine with her be- agitated. Tell me she doesn't look like Sam the Eagle from the Muppets. <laughs> if I could, if I could choose between Anna Kendrick and Jen, I would 100% pick Anna Kendrick every single time. And well, I have a terrible personality. That makes sense. Some might say an ugly personality. Don't try and save yourself now. That's what I meant by it. Well, then you probably should have said that the first time. I'm an idiot. Anyways, I don't condone either of these two's yeah, actions. Anna Kendrick is very charming. If she wasn't charming... You're you're just digging a hole, Jen. Simply just be that ugly girl that nobody cares about. Jesus fucking Christ. If in the liquor store, you would be like, look at that body, checking out the rosé. You'd just be like, check out old Eagle. 
Jen, you have set feminism back 50 years. I can call someone else not attractive. Yes, you can. You're allowed to have your opinion, but you probably should reserve it for not on a fucking podcast. Well, here we are. <laughs> Anyways, Mike, wrap up your fucking cast so we can move on. Uh, let's see. Who could be a good Aizawa? That's a good one. Hmm... You're really just giving it back to the wolves here. Yeah, Jed, who's like, who's a man you think could rock a a man bun if need be? A man bun? Yeah. Uh, well, Chris Hemsworth definitely. Okay. You can't just put all the Hemsworths. We can't. We can't keep dipping uh, our. Listen, if we put back in the Hemsworth world. But we're not doing 10 years ago. We're doing Why are they using their fucking de-age machine? You said they're not going to de-age back in the fucking... Yeah, but Aizal was like a teacher, so he could be... Okay, like... alright, listen, I don't know these things. I'll, I'll, I'll let her... I'll, we'll keep Johnny Depp, but I I question that he could pull it off. Alright, who, who, who else? Any, anyone else? Neil Hirsch. Yeah, I guess. Uh... But not Neil Hirsch. Um... Justin Long. Can you tell me the character I'm trying to shoot for here? Oh, yeah, I suppose I could just... A guy with a man bun. It's not that hard. No, just I, say guy I, with I a man bun. I was very vague about it because um, I was just trying to picture him. He's looking for someone with a man bun who's charming but ugly. Charming? Oh. No, that don't listen to him. <laughs> I want this man to be a real person. He wears... Oh, he wears no, this. It literally just looks like Norman. Let me see. I guess. Let me get a rip, Mike. Let me get a rip. I guess if you were to die, Norman Reedus is here. Norman Reedus is also kind of ugly but hot. Let's be real. You think this guy's hot? Looks like Sasuke with a pube mustache. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) Uh, Anyways, we're gonna move on from this unless you have someone else you wanna you wanna. Nah, I'm done. Real quick, okay. So I mean, see, this is him with his man bun up though. Oh, I still don't want him. Oh, Gail Garcia for (laughs) now. Oh my god. Somebody help me. Somebody send help. Yeah. If if this episode never airs, you know why. Because Jen killed you for calling her ugly. I didn't call her ugly. (laughs) (laughs) I did not. Anyways. Look. No, no more look. Oh my god. Mike. Do you want to get cookies tonight? Or are we going to just fucking dance around? I just want to look at. She just. Put Come a picture of Norman Reedus, and I guess it would work. It actually because Death Bruiser has a second question that's also part of the Anna Minute, Mike. This one will hopefully be a lot quicker of an answer. Mm-hmm. Death Bruiser wrote in to ask us if you could trade one character from Smash with one character from Jump Force, who would you send to Smash and who would you send to Jump Force? He would send Lucario to Jump Force and Yugi Boy to Smash. That's a good question. I don't even know what that other game is. that's why we're choosing to read it Um, I do like his I think Lucario would fit very well Yu-Gi-Oh I think would be hard to pull off I think he'd be a good assist trophy um, literally any of the fire emblies doesn't matter which one. You're just racist against Fire Emblem. And Fire Emblem could just go over there or Shulk Shulk would actually be like (laughs) I'm really feeling it and who you want in it Uh, who we send into Smash, though. Hmm. Frieza. He'd be dope in there. Yeah. So I'm gonna say, get Dark Pick the fuck out of my game. Mm-hmm. And I 
probably I'm a, I'm gonna pull over my boy Light Yagami. Okay. I don't know what his move set would be, mm. but I know that his It'd ultimate be being a fucking bitch. Nah, debatable. It'd be eating fucking potato mm. chips. I'm down with that. I'm fine with that. I think they could get super creative with this move set, but I think his ultimate would obviously have Ryuk in it. Mm-hmm. But if that's not the case, then his I'll ultimate t- will just be like, "I've got an apple. Here you go, Ryuk," and he'd be like, <laughs> "He just tur- whoever he hits turns him into an apple." Why would that be? Or, or let's say it's a, if to be up close, so like he slaps you with the, the Death Note, mm-hmm. right? So he slaps you with it. Slaps you with it. And it and goes into like that other animation where it's like off the screen and he scribbles down Death by Apple. And then like you turn into an apple and Ryo's like, Ooh, and fucking eats you. I don't know. If Light's not, if Light's alt doesn't have Ryuk, then I want Ryuk. I'm still baffled by the whole turning into an apple and then death by apple you got into a real apple thing I don't fucking know Mike I, I don't know how Light's moves would work but I do like that character and like Ryuk his moves would work by being a fucking bitch well, I didn't know you were such a fucking bitch too Mike anyways our next question comes from Sapphire Jade mm-hmm. in front of the program and she wrote in to ask us what do we think about the Torbjorn changes and the event skins um, I don't know what the Torbjorn changes, Torbjorn changes are, so I'm not gonna comment. But you can tell me what they are, and then, or you can just say what you think. He goes molten core, and he goes. Pfft. I actually do like his alt change. Is that what his change is? The alt? Yeah, he still says molten core because they said it's a cool thing for him to say. Of course. And then he like shoots, he shoots fucking lava or some Liquid shit. Liquid hot magma. magma. Yeah, and he, it falls on the ground. And it. it it damages people who are standing in it, and it does more damage to armor. So, you know, fuck you guys. Because it melts armor. It's li- yeah. liquid hot magma. Um, I, I'm still trying to figure out his moves now because uh, I, I didn't understand that. I guess it's his alternate fire. Basically, when you throw the turret out, you know, it auto-shoots people. Mm-hmm. But your alternate, your alternate fire... I think with him, if you shoot somebody and you like hit, the turret will start targeting that person instead. So then you'll both be doing damage to this one target. Hmm. Um, He can now throw his turret, like just throw it and it automatically goes into like, it doesn't have levels anymore, but basically it goes into like the level two. Okay. And um, if someone else destroys your turret, so if an enemy destroys your turret, it goes on a longer cooldown than if you were to destroy it yourself. Hmm. And he's got a <clears throat> a cooldown move which is similar to his old ult, where like he's got more armor and he like shoots faster. Lasts for like five or six seconds. Okay. And you are a fan of these changes? Yeah, they're cool. They sound okay to me. They sound like a way to make him pick more, which is probably the goal. Yeah. At least in the competitive setting. Do you have a favorite event skin from the event? Uh, Slash 76. Yeah, I think I was going to say I'm partial to the to the soldier skin. Like, ideally, I would get most of those legendaries, but if the event comes to a close and I don't have any of them, I will buy Slash 76. So, I'm probably in the same boat as you with that. I'm in the same boat with I love that skin, and if I had to buy one, it would be that one. Mm-hmm. But... Hammond has a fucking dope skin 
he might actually have the best skin, in my opinion. It's okay. I think it's I think it's pretty dope. Uh, and then our final listener question of the evening, Mike, mm-hmm. is from friend of the show and past the guest, Lily Zaldivar. She wrote in to ask the most important question. Yeah. Why is Waluigi best girl? Um, because you know what that mouth do. Damn. You know what that mouth do. Wow. <laughs> well, go ahead, Brennan. It was a question asked to both of us. What I know. Your answer? Well, now I, I, how do I follow that up? I don't know. You should have gone first. I always got to pose you the question. I, I mean, Waluigi is just, he is, he is the unsung hero of the Mushroom Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Not only does he get put on the side of the field with Wario, but most of the time he doesn't even get on the field. He's one of the only characters in Nintendo history that is in all of these games and nobody fucking, like, just nobody cared about him before. But now he's this fucking star. He's the apple of everyone's eye, Mike. I still need my Waluigi again. If Wario can have multiple games, Waluigi can get I one. Need to, I need to see what Waluigi's up to in, like, a, in his, like, his day-to-day. I would love a Waluigi game that, like... That is wildly different from... Any yes. Of the other games. Yes. Just like completely, like Super Waluigi World or something, but it, it's nothing like any other it's, Mario it's, or whatever game. It's full Hitman. I could see it. So he's so versatile. Look at all the sports or he could play. Sim. Or you know, something else. Lily was supposed to come into our Mario Kart stream last night. Yeah. Which I would have assumed she would have busted out. Waluigi himself. So that's why there were a few races where, because she didn't, unfortunately, wasn't able to make it, I hopped on as Waluigi just to give give the Wa a little bit of love. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He deserves it. But Mike, I think that's going to do it for episode 109 of the Past Control Podcast. As always, you can find us on the internet at pastthecontroller.io on Twitter and on Instagram at PassController and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash PassController. We have a Discord. If you want to hang out with us and all of our other listeners, you can head over to our Twitter and check the pinned tweet. It's the easiest way to get into the Discord. And uh, yeah, Mike, it's uh, time to get cookies. Okay. Until next time, thank you for listening to episode 109 of the Pass Control Podcast. Leave us a review on iTunes.